1: Welcome to this very special episode of Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy Inauguration Day to you. It has been a wild ride as we have watched the goings-on in Washington, D.C. on the steps of the United States Capitol as the 46th President of the United States of America placed his hand atop his family Bible, uh, raised his other arm, and took the oath of office. Thus, commencing... The Biden administration, the Biden-Harris administration, some wild and incredible stuff. We heard uh, speeches delivered by uh, now President Joe Biden. We heard uh, from others. We heard uh, many words shared by uh, Amy Klobuchar, former presidential candidate and current United States senator herself. Uh, And I have a lot of thoughts. What I want to do now is I want to walk through some of what uh, was contained within the address delivered by now President Joe Biden. I want to share with you just some excerpts from sections of his of his speech, of his remarks uh, that touch on three Themes, I believed, were pretty predominant uh, during his remarks. The first, of course, COVID-19, the second being climate, and the third and certainly largest theme contained within his remarks, this idea of civility. I, I know that it is uh, every four years the job of the president to speak in conciliatory terms, to speak in unifying terms, to reach out not only to those voters who supported him or her, but uh, also reaching uh, across and saying, hey, here's something like an olive branch. Would you like it? Come on over. And uh, you don't need to change your ideologies. I'm not demanding that you change the way you think. uh, But maybe even with our differences, we can stand shoulder to shoulder and march forward as Americans. That was a heavy theme. Communicated uh, all throughout President Biden's address, but let's go back to the beginning. Uh, the first being COVID nineteen. President Biden inherits uh, a nation which is uh, ravaged right now by this pandemic. It is inescapable for him to do anything other than lead with the most pressing issue at hand. Even you know, even doing so on the steps of the United States Capitol, which was so recently invaded. Uh, it is COVID-19 here. Uh, President Biden speaking on that topic during his inaugural remarks here this morning.
3: Few people in our nation's history have been more challenged or found a time more challenging or difficult than the time we're in now. Once in a century virus that silently stalks the country has taken as many lives in one year as America lost in all of World War II, millions of jobs have been lost, hundreds of thousands of businesses closed.
1: President Biden then asked for a silent prayer for people who lost their lives to the pandemic.
3: Look, you all know, we've been th- through so much in this nation, and in my first act as president, I'd like to ask you to join me in a moment of silent prayer Remember all those who we lost in this past year to the pandemic, those 400,000 fellow Americans, moms, dads, husbands, wives, sons, daughters, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. We'll honor them by becoming the people and the nation we know we can and should be. So I ask you, let's say a silent prayer for those who've lost their lives and those left behind and for our country. Amen.
1: As I play these excerpts from the remarks delivered by President Biden this morning, I'd like you to ask yourself uh, how you feel, how you react, how you respond, and what your sights are set on as we move forward. In about three or four minutes here, when I wrap up playing these clips, I'm going to take a break. And when we come back, I want to hear directly from you. I've placed this question on Facebook, and the response has been uh, overwhelming. Hundreds and hundreds of responses from listeners like you. I'll share with you some of those, but I'd also like to hear uh, in your own words, with your very own voice. So the number, 801-575-8255, 801-575-8255. As you listened this morning to the words of uh, not only President Biden, but the others participating in the ceremonies of this morning What's the feeling you come away with? Uh, how does it impact how you will uh, behave moving forward or how you will communicate or uh, how you will look to, say, I don't know, mend torn relationships of the past? The past four years uh, in cer- certain respects, especially the past two weeks, <clears throat> excuse me, have been trying for some. What do we do now? Uh, President Biden spoke on the <clears throat> the third Item I mentioned the third theme uh, being climate. Uh, it was very brief, but he included it uh, in his call for civility and for I- increased attention to the COVID-19 pandemic. And if you look through much of his literature now on the WhiteHouse.gov site, uh, as it was before on his campaign site, we know that the climate and climate change uh, will be a heavy focus of his administration. Now let's jump into, before we take a break and I open things up for calls, let's look at what he had to say about civility. Here is President Biden in his opening remarks today saying that we have to come together as a country.
3: We can see each other, not as adversaries, but as neighbors. We can treat each other with dignity and respect. We can join forces, stop the shouting and lower the temperature. For without unity, there is no peace ONLY BITTERNESS AND FURY, NO PROGRESS, ONLY EXHAUSTING OUTRAGE, NO NATION, ONLY A STATE OF CHAOS. THIS IS OUR HISTORIC MOMENT OF CRISIS AND CHALLENGE, AND UNITY IS THE PATH FORWARD. AND WE MUST MEET THIS MOMENT AS THE UNITED STATES OF AMERICA. IF WE DO THAT, I GUARANTEE YOU WE WILL NOT FAIL. We have never, ever, ever, ever failed in America.
1: You may hear these words like civility and unity and be turned off by them. I know that there is a very strong contingency of uh, hashtag not my president types. Well, there's a principle at play right here that I think we would all do well to observe and involve uh, in our decision making. First, I'm, I'm into this unity stuff. I'm into these calls for civility. I'm tired of tribes. The division that exists right now has so far exceeded basic policy disputes. We need to rein that in and get back to debating uh, like gentlemen and women. A few weeks ago, I put out a challenge to you know folks who folks like you and me who have for some time maybe been estranged from old acquaintances or friends or uh, even family members, estranged because of the differences in our ideologies. I invited you uh, to just reach out and make a phone call or send a text and say, "Hey, listen, I know we're a thousand miles apart on pretty much everything, uh, but I still love you." And I miss you, and I wish that you and I could find, uh, you know, something civil about which we could speak. We've had some uh, head shrinker type experts here on the program who have said, you know, for some, engaging the issues that are divisive, it's not that helpful. And so maybe in an effort to, you know, nurture these strained relationships, you do avoid the stuff that gets you worked up. There's nothing wrong with that. Certainly a good first step. And if the events of today put us on a path towards that, I think that can only be construed as a good thing. What do you think? 575-8255-801. KSL Talk is the number. I'm going to take a break right now. And when we return, the phone lines are open to you. If you're bashful, we also have a text line. five seven five zero zero. the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Your calls and reactions to the inauguration of President Joe Biden. Next on Live Mike, I'm Lee Lonsberry. And this is KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Big day today. Big day, not only here in Utah, but across the country and really across the globe. Uh, a new chapter. A new chapter. And you may celebrate today, you may protest today, but whatever the case, we are all sharing in that today is the one in which we are living. And tomorrow we will share that day. And every day thereafter, we will be uh, in the same communities, in the same state, in the same country. And so why not? Why not, regardless of how you feel about the outgoing president, the newly inaugurated president, why not take this as an opportunity to start fresh? I've asked for for input. I've asked for uh, your help in uh, sharing with the audience here your reactions to what has taken place today, the comments left uh, and shared by now-inaugurated President Biden on day one of his administration. Listen to this. Tell me what you think.
3: To all those who did not support us, let me say this. Hear me out as we move forward. Take a measure of me and my heart. If you still disagree, so be it. That's democracy. That's America. The right to dissent peaceably. Within the guardrails of our republic is perhaps this nation's greatest strength. Yet hear me clearly, disagreement must not lead to disunion. And I pledge this to you, I will be a president for all Americans, all
1: Americans. That's a point, that right there, towards the tail end of that clip right there, uh, President Biden said something that I think is, is incredibly important which I think is a, a truth that certainly transcends you know, left or right, and it is that we cannot uh, let division uh, breed disunion. We cannot let disagreement breed uh, disunion. We are not tribes. We're not necessarily factions. We are all kind of in this together, and I know that sounds like a trite phrase, but it is absolutely true. And we're going to disagree 100%. And as a matter of fact, uh, we've got policy differences to disagree on uh, right now. And that is wonderful and it is good. But can't lose sight of the fact that civility must rule the day. Uh, Let's go to the phones. And, hey, if you want to weigh in on this, if you want to share your reactions, uh, your optimism, or even pessimism, I'm open to it. Whatever whatever be your reaction, let's get it on the air. The number is 801-575-8255, 801-KSL-TALK. We'll take a few phone calls and then see how things are playing out on the text line right now. We'll start the conversation with Denzel calling from West Jordan. Welcome to the program. Thank you. To tell me how you how you feel and what you came away with in terms of reactions after uh, the events of this morning, specifically the inaugural address by President Biden.
4: The first thing that came to my mind is is that he seems like he's really trying to restore a sense of hope uh, to the nation, which I, I think is something that has been lacking with everything that's happened this past year.
1: I, hope in new policy or hope in something even larger than that?
4: I think I think maybe in general, but but also specifically in regards to uh, the the COVID pandemic mm. and the all all the unrest with everything that happened last week at the Capitol. I, I think that those specifically, but I, I think just in general that that uh, we we can get out of this and uh, um, yeah. that, that he's. That's his where he's going to be focusing his time
1: 100 million vaccines administered in his first 100 days is that goal too lofty
4: um I don't it, it's a lot um but i i if we look at if we look at what they've done already, I think it's it's pretty amazing how fast they they got through uh, finding the problem and and the fact that they were already several steps ahead to begin with. I, I, think, I think it's definitely something that could be done.
1: All right. Uh, well, listen, Denzel, thank you so much for uh, for calling in. Thanks for listening to the program and thanks for your optimism. Thanks. Uh, Denzel's correct there that it has been miraculous the speed with which uh, you know these pharmaceutical companies and all those involved in developing this vaccine have moved. If you look back in history, we've never seen anything like it in less than a year's time, we've got a vaccine ready to go into arms. That's step one. Step two, though, is where we are finding ourselves uh, you know challenged, right? Uh, 100 million vaccines into the arms of Americans within the next 100 days. If you judge our ability to accomplish that goal on how things have gone over the past few weeks, we've missed some goals. The rate at which we are inoculating Americans uh, falls woefully short than the rate needed to accomplish that $100 task. It's going to take some big work. But those are the policies and the accomplishments and the work that you and I can debate. And we can do so healthily and we can say, oh, no, uh, this person in charge, they don't have it quite right. They're not looking at it the right way. If it were uh, my deal, I would suggest he do this or she would do that. That's debate, Right. And after you and I get done going the rounds on how best to distribute these uh, medicines or how best we should take care of our public lands or how best we should be funding the military, we sit down together that night and we have a laugh over dinner and it's all well and good because you and I uh, are here living under the same banner. Let's move on to Arturo calling from Ogden. Arturo, how are you? Welcome to the program. I'm
2: doing great and it's a pleasure to talk with you.
1: Uh, well, the, the pleasure is mine. Tell me how you how you react, what your thoughts are as you uh, witnessed uh, this inaugural day and the remarks contained within.
2: Yeah, I'm really happy about it. I feel great. I think it's uh, a big improvement already uh, in the fact that uh, this uh, new presidency is actually worried about its citizens and uh, bringing God into the picture in an honest and uh, sincere way Uh I'm concerned though by uh, calling this uh, new presidency and a, a uh, friendly transfer of uh, power and and peaceful because it's nothing but hostile you know with all the people that we have around the buildings, the president going up per se in the back door you know not really shaking hands on doing what's traditional yeah. you know I, I would be I would hesitate to say that it was a peaceful transfer of power because we were not able to be there okay. and, and celebrate it.
1: Uh, Listen, Artur, I'm grateful to you for listening. Thanks for calling in and and sharing your views. Can I just say something about that attitude and some of those that I have seen uh, come through via the text line? Uh, Some of it is looking rearward. And I would caution against that. And and to say that, I'm not saying that we need to just ignore you know, any grievances that we may feel have been committed by anyone in the past, specifically, uh, you know, within the Trump administration, President Trump himself. uh, Nor am I saying that we should uh, give a pass to any, let's say, criminality or, you know, statutory wrongdoing of the past. But where you and I come in, you know, you, you and I... Uh, you know, we're, we're not the Justice Department. You and I are not lawmakers ourselves. Uh, you and I uh, really are just the stewards of our own behavior and uh, and in our own families. We have the ability only to control our own actions, and looking forward is probably the only direction in which we can go uh, when we are in control of our own actions. And it's tomorrow that we should prepare for instead of mourning over yesterday. And I think, uh, and I'll repeat this, regardless of your politics, uh, right now is an opportunity to, to do that. Right now, we have the ability uh, to, to redefine the way we communicate with one another, redefine the way we debate. You'll notice I've brought up uh, nearly zero policy issues. That's a conversation for later. Right now, I'm on the civility train. Quick break, back with more here on KSL News Radio.
0: I'm Dave Cauley.